time to have our first of two town manager chats this morning. And it's a pleasure to bring in uh, Mansfield town manager Ryan Aylesworth. And it's brought to you by Farino Stores Realtors, a family-owned real estate agency in Connecticut that has been serving the housing needs of the Yukon Northeastern Connecticut areas for over 60 years. They're a trained Connecticut real estate agent specialized in residential sales and leasing, relocation services, and assisting new home buyers. They're happy to provide all the information you need to buy or sell real estate in stores, Mansfield, Ashford, Willington, Wyndham, Willimantic, Coventry, and Columbia, the Yukon Committee, and surrounding areas. And... With that being said, we welcome in Mansfield Town Manager Ryan Ellsworth. Uh, good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Keith. How are you doing this morning? Good, good. Uh, pleasure to talk to you. I've heard you on with Wayne. You guys do a great job going back and forth once a month, and it's a pleasure to have you on here. Happy New Year. How was your New Year, by the way? Uh, New Year's uh, off to a, to a fast start. You know, I don't uh, remember seeing anything on the WILI weather calendar, though, that said that 2024 was uh, going to start off quite so uh, quite so wet. <laughs> uh, I'm from Western Maine originally, so I was, I was personally uh, pretty happy with the snow that fell last weekend. I know my three kids certainly were. They were romping around outside and sledding from sunup to sundown on, on Sunday. Uh, so it felt like winter for at least a, maybe a 48-hour stretch, and then it certainly uh, that feeling went away pretty quick uh, with the rain that followed. Wait a minute. We got snow? We really did get snow. I'm kidding. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. The rain just wiped it away. So, yes. Yeah, speaking of the crazy weather, uh, how is? Let's start with this. How is Mansfield uh, faring with the snow, followed by the rain and the wind? Any news uh, coming out of there with that? Yeah, our, our public works department was. Uh, they brought their A game. They were on top of things for the duration of the storm uh, that started last Saturday and kind of went into Monday. Uh, the roads in Mansfield were clear and ready for school buses on Monday. Uh, we're part of a regional school district, so a couple of the other towns uh, were, were struggling a little bit more than we were, and so there was a two-hour delay, but things were pretty good in, in Mansfield. But uh, but that said, our waterways, of course, are still still up from the rain, and uh, and we're obviously expected to receive more storm activity uh, over, the, over the weekend, and so it'll make things interesting given that waterways uh, are... are our lakes and rivers are already up, and uh, so the Army Corps last week, uh, when, or this week, I should say, uh, this Wednesday, um, closed, uh, asked for us to close Passage Bridge Road, and so with the, with the weather on the way, uh, we suspect that Passage Bridge Road is going to unfortunately continue to be closed for a stretch, so we'll see how we fare. Just want everybody to stay safe and monitor the weather and don't get on the road uh, during the height of the storm unless you absolutely need to. Yes, no doubt. Uh, what's at the top of your list of projects to dig into here as we start 2024, Ryan? Yeah, I would say, you know, our primary priority right now is is working on the council's biannual goal uh, setting process. Um, that's been a primary focus of late, and it was a primary uh, focus of discussion uh, this past Monday's council meeting. You know, in a nutshell, the, the goals that the council sets uh, will you know, help guide us over the next couple of years, help set priorities and identify key projects, help uh, inform or direct staff on, on what grant opportunities we're going to pursue and in, in furtherance of the desired vision uh, for the town. Uh, we're also in the midst of the budget development season uh, for fiscal year 25. Uh, meetings with department heads to review their budget requests are going to take place uh, a little later this month. Uh, our budget process takes about five months, uh, commences in early December, and, and concludes uh, with town meeting the second uh, Tuesday in May, and that's when voters are presented a budget for approval that, that has gone through an extensive review and, and adoption process by the town council and the Mansfield Board of Education. 
Uh, so those are a couple things. Uh, oh, and we're also kicking off the town's uh, statutorily mandated five-year revaluation process at the end of this month. I was about to ask you about that. Can you care to a little elaborate a little on the revaluation year? Yeah, so uh, so the, the town has contracted with a company called Tyler Technologies. Uh, they're going to be assisting us uh, with the revaluation. Uh, I suspect uh, many property owners or most property owners will be at least somewhat familiar with what a revaluation generally entails, but basically it's an effort to determine the present and, and true value, the actual value, you might say, of real property. Uh, in, in the town uh, at a specific date. So in this case, we're talking about capturing what the the accurate market value is as of October 1 of 24. So it's, uh, I guess, what I would characterize as a systematic process. It employs uh, standardized procedures and, and a wide range of statistical testing. Our last uh, revaluation was in 2019. And as I, as I alluded to a, a moment ago, it's in every five-year process. And uh, of course, we all know uh, that there's been pretty significant changes in real estate values over the last several years, and particularly during the pandemic. So just just for your listeners to know a couple, I guess, logistics items. Um, So property owners in Mansfield uh, can expect to get mailers uh, in their mailboxes uh, early part of next month, so early February. And I just want to really stress that it's, uh, it's very important as part of the success of the overall effort that we receive a 100% return of the mailers. So regardless of whether you think there are any changes needed or not to your, your property record card or no real changes on your property, it's really important to return the form. Uh, it's a critical step in the assessment process because accurate data ensures the, the most precise evaluation of our properties in town. And uh, I'm from this area, and uh, and I've moved around a bunch of times when I'm done moving. I just love eastern Connecticut so much. But I want to say that when I came back here a few years back, I still can't get over it to this day. Here we are now in 2024, how the, the growth of Mansfield and downtown stores, and I see you have even more restaurant openings in Mansfield and downtown stores. Could you uh, talk a little about that? Yeah, so we, we have we have several, and you're right. The, the, it's been kind of a, a growth phase, which is great to see. So, uh, so just recently, uh, although it's outside the, the downtown area, there's uh, there's a, an establishment called the Fresh Monkey. It's in the Big Y Plaza uh, that opened up at 135C Stores Road uh, in Playa Bowls. Uh, that's at One Dog Lane. Uh, that's where the old 7-Eleven used to be. Uh, they they both uh, recently opened their Mansfield locations. Uh, Fresh Monkey uh, celebrated its grand opening. Uh, this week, and Playa Bowls is going to hold a grand opening uh, on January 20th. That's a, s- a Saturday. Uh, and uh, I think the ribbon cutting for that, if I'm not mistaken, was at 9.45 a.m., so hopefully folks uh, who are interested can turn out for that. Uh, we have uh, Nautical Bowls, which is opening at 34 Wilbur Crossway. Uh, the date for that grand opening is still yet to be announced, but it's coming soon. Um, and then last but not least, Husky's uh, Restaurant and Bar. They're, they're hard at work renovating their new location at 33 Wilbur Crossway, which is where uh, an establishment called Grill 86 used to be. And they, they plan to open a new full-service restaurant later this winter. So, yes, definitely um, a, a lot of uh, restaurant activity, and we're excited about that. Yeah, speaking of the Fresh Monkey, I just happened to be going through my Facebook feed uh, earlier this morning, and uh, a couple of Facebook friends of mine were posting pictures of uh, the Fresh Monkey and were quite impressed. So uh, uh, when did they come onto the scene again? So let's see. So um, uh, I'd struggle to remember the exact date. Uh, they... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I was just wondering. Yeah. Rough... This week, though, they had their, their grand opening. I think, I think it might have been the uh, first couple of days of the week. Gotcha. But, but yeah, they're in the big Y Plaza. And uh, speaking of a robust restaurant scene, you know, that could be the lifeblood of a vibrant downtown. Uh, I hear Restaurant Week is returning, huh? 
Yeah, we call it Taste Two Towns. Um, it's going to be January 29th through February 11th, so it's kind of restaurant two weeks, I guess, in our case. Uh, it's a bit earlier uh, in the season this year. Uh, it's our third year. We're collaborating with the town of Wyndham to celebrate uh, basically the diversity of our dining options and emergence of our region as a dining destination. Um, we have a website, taste2towns.com, that basically has all the details, uh, so definitely want people to check out taste2towns.com. Uh, I believe there's 15 restaurants that uh, that have already signed up, and they're posting their menus, and additional establishments are signing up uh, basically every day. And uh, the specials that participating establishments are offering during restaurant week or during the Taste Two Towns program uh, will vary from, you know, reasonably priced multi-course meals to to limited time only takeout specials. So there's basically definitely going to be something for every every price point or every food preference. And uh, here in Mansfield, uh, the town and, and Mansfield Downtown Partnership are working hard to market uh, this promotion to diners across the state and throughout southern New England. Uh, again, very excited that, uh, that this has been become as popular as it has. And, uh, and, and here we have Fenton River Grill and, and Dog Lane Cafe, and then new restaurants like Hot Haven Chicken, Square Peg Pizza, uh, Pliables and, and Nautical Bowls. And, and Taco on, on Route uh, 32, uh, Hops 44, Katmandu, Gansett Wraps, uh, and, and, you know, again, we're partnering with, with Wyndham, so Stone Row Kitchen and Bar and Willie Brew and Trigo, the new popular pizza place uh, in Willimantic. So a lot going on, and it's impressive how many sponsors that have been eager to jump on board with Taste Two Towns, and we really appreciate their support. So as you alluded to, you know, dining really is an economic driver, and, uh, and we're stoked for this year's event. Yeah, I tell you, I'm so glad Taste Two Towns is back. And uh, you just named, uh, you know, Mansfield and Wyndham. We're so lucky to have so many dining options. I'm a big Fenton guy. I know you named a bunch of others that I'm a fan of as well. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> my wife and I uh, frequent Fenton uh, pretty often. But, uh, yeah, Taste Two Towns, come back and look. looking forward to that. We're talking with Ryan Aylesworth, Mansfield Town Manager here on WILI, Keith C. Rice, Rueno. Uh You mentioned goal setting with the town council. What's the top priority for Mansfield, Ryan? Yeah, we, I would say there's several priorities that are emerging. You know, it is an ongoing process, but just to highlight a, a few, um, I, I would definitely underscore just overall financial responsibility. You know, we want to maintain an exceptional quality of municipal services while at the same time avoiding any increases in people's property tax values. So, and that can be, that can be a tough, you know, challenge, especially with escalating costs of, of services, but uh, financial responsibility and, and overall affordability, really, really important to the town council. Council is also committed to investing in infrastructure to support our growing community. We want to keep our roads in good shape, but we also want to enhance walkability and bikeability through pedestrian safety improvements. Um, what else? Can I, oh, uh, municipal facilities. You know, we have uh, a number of municipal facilities that are significantly outdated, a lot of uh, deferred maintenance, and, and we have facilities that unfortunately might not be able to effectively meet uh, anticipated future needs. So we're looking at and evaluating what sort of updates or upgrades are, are going to be needed moving forward. Access to uh, housing that's affordable for, for working families and seniors and people really of all economic means is a huge priority of the council right now and will continue to be over the next couple of years. Uh, as several new large-scale you know, multifamily developments that people are, are seeing um, get approved and, and start to be built in town, uh, the council is very interested in seeing um, members of our workforce and, and families be able to move into neighborhoods uh, that are pre predominated by single-family homes, but you know that in recent decades have transitioned into rental housing primarily 
uh, being rented by UConn students. So we're hoping that some of these larger projects uh, with with uh, amenities that are geared towards towards uh, college students might free up single-family homes to be owned by by families once again. And uh, and then I'd, I guess I'd just say actually to that end, um, I might want to mention that as part of an ongoing effort to update certain aspects of our zoning regulations, the Mansfield Planning and Zoning Commission hosted a virtual work session earlier this month, uh, included members from elected boards and commissions, including the town council, to discuss the future of housing in town. And, and we, we touched on or explored uh, our current housing stock, what the need for housing is and, and, and for who, and what our future housing should look like and priority areas for future housing. So there's going to be opportunities in coming weeks for the public to provide feedback uh, on this very important topic, the topic of housing and future housing development. And I hope people keep a, keep a, an eye open and an ear out for those opportunities. With colder weather and uh, weather just being so wacky in general, COVID numbers have been going up, unfortunately. has How has COVID and RSV and the flu affected Mansfield this month? Yeah, I mean, this is the time of year, you know, uh, definitely cold and flu and, and now COVID. Um, so, you know, we, uh, we we have the benefit of a, a really uh, effective uh, public health district, Eastern Highlands Health District, that, that we're part of a 10-10 district, and they pump out really useful guidance and precautions and uh, and, and help help keep us all you know, safe during during a time of year where you're inevitably going to see these these spikes. So, you know, we just uh, certainly want to encourage people to to be mindful of that. You know, obviously we need to all live our lives and and you know human uh, fellowship and getting you know uh, around our friends and family is part of that. But we need to practice good public health and 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 try to keep the herd healthy. Uh, any other updates you'd like to share this month? And I see the cultural uh, district info session coming up on January seventeenth. Yeah, so that's the the third of three of those uh, public info sessions, uh, and and so we're excited to see where this concept of a cultural district in Mansfield may go. Um, I certainly think that uh, it, it could be a real asset for us in terms of promoting and attracting uh, visitors to to our downtown and other parts of town that that have. Uh, really significant cultural offerings. Um, so excited to be uh, continuing that process and exploring that. Uh, I do actually want to take a moment, though, just to, because uh, I know I mentioned it when I was on uh, the program with Wayne last month, you know, our season of giving campaign. So that that wrapped up uh, this, this past year. It was a success, a uh, great success. We had donations received from the community. Uh, we were able to provide toys to income-eligible families in town and assemble gift baskets for Meals on Wheels participants. Um, our Human Services Department also received more than $10,000 in donations to support various programs throughout the throughout the year, things like our campership and emergency fund, uh, back-to-school clothing, and other programs. So I just really want to extend, uh, on a personal level, a very sincere message of thanks for the generosity of our community. Uh, you know, it's very important uh, throughout the year, but especially during the holiday season, to, to think about those that, that don't necessarily have the most economic means, and, and our community is, is incredibly generous, and I'm very proud of that. Uh, maybe in closing, though, uh, I did want to take an opportunity to let folks know that uh, Maple Fest, which has been hosted in Hebron for a number of years, it's coordinated by the Wyndham Region Chamber of Commerce, uh, that's actually moving to Mansfield this year. It's going to be March 9th and 10th, uh, and it, in all likelihood it's going to be happening uh, at the uh, Mansfield Elementary School. We've been exploring uh, various locations, but uh, we believe it's going to be Mansfield Elementary School. It's a great event, uh, I believe, in peak years, 
has attracted between five and 6,000 people uh, to, to Hebron, and so uh, those folks can come to Mansfield and, and see what our Maple community has to offer, and that'll be March 9th and 10th. Very excited about that. And uh, a couple more minutes here. I just want to ask you about, uh, before we let you go, the Mansfield Community Center uh, has an open house coming up. Uh, is that this weekend? It is, yep, January 13th through the 15th. Uh, so, yeah, we invite folks to come enjoy the community center this this Saturday through Monday. Uh, during It's a free open house. Uh, so many uh, amenities that will be open, the pool, the teen center, the fitness center, and we provide child care. So definitely want people to come out and enjoy that. Uh, the community center, we, we celebrated its 20th anniversary uh, during the month of November. Um, it's, uh, it, it's been a real community anchor. Uh, certainly a central value to, to our community is health and wellness, and, and communities our size don't typically have a, a facility like the Mansfield Community Center uh, in their towns, and I think we're the envy of a lot of towns because we do. Uh, so it took tremendous you know, uh, foresight and, and vision uh, for us to build that building 20 years ago, and, and we're deeply committed to its success in the future as we finish up uh, some master planning for Parks and Rec the future of the community center is, is definitely a focus, and we want to keep investing in the building and the equipment and make it a great place for members of our community and, and frankly, residents from other towns as well to, to use and enjoy and, and become members. So, yes, please do check out uh, during this free open house at the Mansfield Community Center this weekend. Uh, they do a great job over there, as do yourself, and uh, Mansfield continues to th- uh, thrive, and you're a big part of that. Thank you, Ryan, so much for the time. Pleasure talking with you, Keith. Thank you much. All right, there he goes. Mansfield Town Manager Ryan Aylesworth, uh, brought to you by Farino Stores Realtors, a family-owned real estate agency in Connecticut that has been serving the housing needs of the Yukon Northeastern Connecticut areas for over 60 years. They're trained Connecticut real estate agents specialize in residential sales and leasing, relocation services, and assisting new home buyers. They're happy to provide all the information you need to buy or sell real estate in stores. Mansfield, Ashford, Willington, Wyndham, Willimantic, Coventry, Columbia, the Yukon community, and surrounding areas. 8 o'clock at 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.